Oftentimes, before you become a high achiever, you have to believe it's possible. That's why we're calling our 2019 advisor feature, Believers and Achievers. And this month, I sat down with a man that has modeled this perfectly, Gary Marriage. Let me give you a little background on Gary. Before joining AE, Gary was the big dog with his existing IMO. While it was, as he said, good for his ego, it wasn't as good for his pocketbook. So immediately after joining AE, he spent an entire weekend going through iAdvisor and consuming information from other top advisors. From there, he developed a plan for things that he needed to tweak and improve in his practice. And he's continued to be a student of the game, attending almost every event we've hosted. And guess what? His business has tripled. In 2018, he did almost $25 million in annuity production and has a goal to get to 40. Now, we cover a lot in this interview, and Gary shared some great ideas on how he's built an incredible team and how he's made his clients a key part of his business success. Make sure you listen for ideas that you can add to your practice to grow and better serve your clients. Now, if you're ready to believe and achieve, let's get to my interview with someone who believed there was more possible and is now achieving it in major ways, Gary Marriage. Gary, I want to thank you for taking time to join me. Excited to talk about the growth of your business. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for the opportunity, too. Well, I think for everyone who's listened to these uh, interviews that we've been doing for a long, long time, I always start off talking about the growth of the business because I think it's so critical to to what happens in an advisor's office. So walk me through what were uh, two things maybe here. What were some of the challenges that your business was facing when you joined us? And then as you came on board, one thing I've started asking people is what should new advisors to us know about uh, in that process? So maybe what were challenges you were Mm -hmm. facing that, that caused you to come over here? And then as you came on board, were there some challenges or things that you had to work through here at AE also? You know, I was obviously at another IMO, and uh, the challenges I had over there was um, I wasn't getting any responses to my questions in a timely manner. Um, You know, trying to get proposals out there, and sometimes it was taking days. And you know how it works in this business. We need to get (laughs) proposals back to some of these people fairly quickly. And I just didn't have any, um, you know, help over there. I basically had one person to contact for everything. And uh, that just wasn't working when we were actually we're growing so much revenue. And uh, so obviously I was getting hounded, you know, daily, if not definitely weekly by uh, Mark Bigler (laughs) and kept getting these calls. And you know how we get calls from everybody all the time. And uh, he just happened to catch me on the uh, on the perfect day that I was not very happy with my IMO. And uh, so I gave him the time and uh, it was a great thing for doing it because obviously things have changed um, hugely for my business. But I got to tell you, when when you come on board with a new IMO, one of the challenges you got to face is, you know, how do I get in touch with the people? You know, how do we process new business? Obviously, the staff is like, oh, my gosh, we're going to be doing changes now. How are we going to handle these things? But I got to tell you, when we came on with AE, I, I finally felt like I was at home and I was blessed because I didn't just have one person to contact. I had several. And I finally had like an, a team that I could go to answer my questions in a timely manner that I needed and get these illustrations back to me. And my office just was like, oh my gosh, these guys have got it together. 
That's good to hear. I'm glad Mark uh, st- stuck to you there. <laughs> you know, I, I do think there's a lesson there. It's w- it's one of the things we tell our team, but, you know, talking to advisors too, and we've seen that a lot of times timing is critical into someone making a decision. So that right. opportunity to be valuably persistent and, and stay on people. And, you know, we've talked a lot this year already about the idea of list building and dripping and, mm-hmm. and nurturing. And, and that's why sometimes you catch people on the, the right time. So. It's just like we do with clients, right? Exactly. You know, sometimes it's not the, the right time for them, but eventually it will be. So one thing I always like to ask advisors is about mindset. And, and growth to me is as much driven by your mindset as anything how did you have to to change your mindset or maybe think differently about the business in order to grow? So when I came on with AE, um, it was definitely a shocker for me. But beforehand, when I was at this previous IMO, I was one of the top docs, right? You know, I was one of their, their top advisors. And uh, it's great for the ego because you go on these trips and they always announce the top 10 and you go up there and, you know, you get your plaque or, you know, your little award or your jacket. And, you know, those things feel good. But um, it wasn't really good for my uh, my pocket because I was basically I felt like I was tapped out um, at that IMO because they were really focused on I felt they were focused on that three to five million dollar producer trying to get them to ten million, and I was already at that ten million mark and I was trying to get to the next level and basically the only answer they had for me was well just double up on your marketing <laughs> and you should have double the results. And I was like well I couldn't think of that on my own that's that's great thanks but hmm. um, <laughs> but uh, again you know when I when I came on with you guys it was just an eye opening experience for me and and really what I I had an epiphany basically down in Miami when you guys invited me to the game changer and I seen the level and the production and the support that these guys have that you give to them and all these advisors that it really hit me that you know I've been playing on JV for a long time. And uh, so now, uh, since I came on with AE, I'm, um, I'm having to step my game up a little bit because now I'm playing on varsity. Well, you've done it, bud. So it's, it's been awesome to watch. Well, let's talk about that growth you've had in the business. And, and at a high level, what are some of the strategic things that you've implemented that have allowed you to grow? You know, it's it really it's the support that's helped me out so much. And uh, it's learning really from the best of the best because AE, as we know, it has the best of the best. So I'm able to, you know, uh, meet these people at all these events, whether it's a journey or a word series of sales, and just really, you know, listen to what they're doing. If you just do what they're doing, do what works. It's going to work. It's working for them. Okay. And uh, so I've had to think a little differently uh, with working with AE because I didn't really have that support before, like I said before, with the other um, IMO that I was at. But um, but learning from, you know, Mike Reese, learning um, from several other advisors on how they're they're managing their practice and how they're running things. Um, it's, it's helped us grow so fast that to where now we have, you know, people like CPAs and attorneys reaching out to us and we're getting noticed now. And that's phenomenal when they're, you know, before I was trying to contact these guys and girls and, you know, trying to get lunch with them, try to get coffee. So it could hopefully have a relationship where we could, you know, obviously share clients with, um, but now they've seen our growth and seen how much in production that we're doing, we're, we're, you know, being seen out there. And, uh, so now they're, they're coming to us. And, uh, so obviously that's much better for our business. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, then you guys got us access to Jana Rainey too, and she's done, you know, phenomenal work for my office and, uh, trying to get things organized for us as well. Yeah. I know that's a big thing for a lot of advisors. As you grow, you've got to get those systems in place to, to manage the oh, growth also. So absolutely. What about on a, um, maybe a smaller level? Like if there's a piece of advice you could give an advisor that they could do, you know, in a day or over a weekend, 
that has allowed you to grow. Is anything you'd say there? You know, I'll tell you what I did. And uh, once I got access to uh, iAdvisor and just seeing how much information is on there and videos. I'm a video person. I, I hate reading, to be honest with you. Um, I'll read for a while and I just get bored. But being able to watch those videos and like I'm basically sitting there um, in the audience at uh, some of these journeys and things and, and learning from the advisors. And I know it's going to hurt some people. You have to kill a weekend. Okay. And that's what I did. I killed several weekends. Um, but you do have to take some small sacrifices in this business to be successful. I, I think that, uh, you know, most definitely, but it's immensely helped me, you know, personally, and it's helped me, uh, you know, achieve this growth that I've had with my company. It's, you know, one of our big goals this year is to re redesign, repackage, re prioritize iAdvisor because there is, like you said, there's so much gold yeah. in that thing. You know, I mean, it's years and years of just great content, but there's a lot of it, and yeah, it would take a few weekends to probably get through it all, but I thought that was great advice. We, we oftentimes forget there's so much good stuff out there that you can go consume. So yeah. So you come to a lot of AE events. As you look back at all the events that you've come to, are there any that stick out or any ideas that you took away that have had a big impact on your success? How how much time do we have, Cody? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I I can go on for hours. Um, there's so much great advice out there from from so many people, but I'll just tell you in the beginning, it was uh you know Rob Russell was one of them, and he has that basically like that Ritz Carlton style client yeah. experience that he has in his office, and we implemented that right away, and we use it every single day. Um, you know, one of the recent things I got was from Joel Johnson. Um, you know, his no PowerPoint approach and I was doing PowerPoint presentations and I was just boring the heck out of people reading slides, you know, click, 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 you know, God forbid if the power went out, <laughs> I don't know what I would have done yeah. back then. <laughs> and, uh, it's kind of scary. So, uh, you know, so we changed that no more PowerPoints anymore. Um, you know, and other things that I've uh, been able to do and, and sit with some of these, these folks, you know, like Mike Reese is, you know, one of them. Um, you know, and how he basically, you know, talks to his clients and how he approaches, you know, working with these folks where, you know, they should feel blessed working with you because you're changing their lives. And, uh, so I kind of had a little epiphany about that as well, that, you know, we are the professionals out there. And, uh, so now I have people, you know, thanking us instead of us thanking them, they're thanking us now for, you know, the time that we're spending with them. It's great when you go to these events, you can meet with these advisors, you know, sit down, have some wine, coffee, whatever it is, and pick their brain. And that's what I like about it. Everybody's so open and sharing ideas. What about any things you've done that haven't worked? <laughs> Sometimes you learn as much from that, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and one of the things that <clears throat> I really have to tell myself is, you know, stop doing things outside the box and stop going outside of our industry. One of the recent things I just did was, um, you know, Grant Cardone, he's, he's a big marketing guru that's all over social media, Facebook, you know, all over the place. He does these sales talks and things. And I was like, I want to find his marketing director and hire them to get me in social media the way, you know, they're pushing Grant out there. And uh, so after a few weeks of negotiating with these guys, we, we settled on $10,000 a month. And they were going to push us out there on social media, yada, yada. Well, five months into it, $50,000 later, I would not gotten one client from it. And uh, so that was a huge bust. Um, that, was, uh, that was one of the recent ones. And then, you know, I did some other things that were pretty dumb. Um, I wanted to see how many people that came to my seminar really came for the food. 
So I got this great idea that maybe I could feed them first and then see how many people stay. Or I could just sit up in front of people and say, how many of you came here for the free steak tonight? And see my people raise their hand and say, well, you know, we'll uh, tell you what. Let's just go ahead and give you a gift card now. And if you really came for the free steak, I'll give you the gift card. You can come back anytime and have that free steak and you don't have to sit through the presentation. Hmm. Big mistake. (laughs) (laughs) I had literally about 30% of the room get up and wanted to sign up for the gift cards so they could go on with their day <laughs> never do that again <laughs> you know but the good thing about it was the people that did stay <laughs> were serious right um but i would not recommend doing that <laughs> well you knew like i mean the, the ones that stuck around you know yeah that or they just <laughs> felt really bad for you they're like this yeah right must be a test <laughs> so what is a uh is there a breakthrough in the business is there something as you've gone through this that was like this either really like aha moment that that has really pushed you to a new level of success again i think it's just learning from other advisors the uh you know the elite the top of the the, you know the the best of the best that that you guys have and just hearing their stories and hearing their past on where they came from you know there's so many of these advisors that are doing you know millions and millions of dollars that started out like i did doing medicare supplements you know, back in the past. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's amazing that, you know, that they came from basically they're cut from the same cloth as me. And, uh, you know, so I feel if, if they can do it, then I, I sure as heck can do it, hopefully, too. Interesting. If you could start your career over again, what would you do differently? Hmm. Um, I would have to stay. Uh, in the beginning, I would want to start my career with AE number one. <laughs> Obviously, that would uh, helped me out a lot more uh, sure. faster. Um, definitely do, uh, do more seminars. I would have definitely done that. Um, you know, I would have success, these early successes and, you know, get paid, you know, great commissions and stuff and then go celebrate for like a month or two. And yep. then I go, uh Oh, I need to do another seminar. And you know, the checking accounts getting pretty low and then get real, really nervous instead of just keeping with it. Right. Um, and then number three, probably work on my, my PR and my branding. Um, that's definitely helped me out quite a bit too, you know, being able to use logos and things like that on my advertising and stuff. Um, I would have definitely started that as well. But, uh, again, I would have started with AE in the beginning and I would have went right to the, you know, the elite advisors and started picking their brain and just trying to mirror exactly what they're doing. What's the power of being around? You know, I, I just shared this with someone who was in here. I said, when, when Dave and I were struggling as advisors back in 2004, all I wanted to do was be able to learn what other good advisors were doing right mm-hmm. so it yeah it's uh, just so beneficial to be able to it's why our second founding principle surround yourself with successful people Ma- imagine being a young kid and and being able to go get trained by michael jordan yeah on basketball yeah <laughs> you know that's how i feel i don't know if it would have mattered for me i don't i don't know that i can jump like he can but <laughs> <laughs> exactly so gary as we transition talk a little bit about marketing what are your most effective marketing strategies, but maybe more importantly, how are you maximizing the results that you're getting from your marketing efforts? Well, right now we signed up with Raymaker and I feel this is going to help me immensely in my business and have a huge impact on my future growth. Cause you know, obviously Joel has, has built this huge enterprise and how he's running his offices and, and doing the production that he's doing. So, you know, we're adding uh, more uh, TV, actually, we're, we're going to start doing TV. Um, we're going to try to do some more radio shows and commercials out there. Um, we've ramped up and doing more seminars. Um, we're going to do some more client-based, um, you know, events to where we can hopefully get some more referrals from. Um, so really what, what I've learned from Joel is this, and some of the simplest things that somebody can tell you just has just an eye-opening experience. He said, look at the things you're doing right now that are successful 
What are some of those things you can do right now today that you all you have to do is write a check? So basically like seminars, okay? So I was th- mailing out, I think, 6,000 pieces. What if I just write a check for 12,000 pieces? Hmm, maybe I'll have twice as much as a result. So I want to pack out my seminars as much as I can, and we're doing that right now. We're having to go to three, four days um, because we're overbooked. And uh, so hmm. I'm loving that. So that was a great thing that we learned is just, you know, hey, what things can you do today where you can simply just write a check? It doesn't take much more time out of your business or, you know, hurt your staff. But if, you know, some little things like that, um, you know, get on a second radio show, um, you know, do, do more commercials. Just do things where you can show up more in front of people. It is. I know that's one thing I've heard Joel say that I think is, I don't want to say an epiphany, but maybe for a lot <laughs> of people's. It's really easy to control that top of funnel. You can, like, yeah. like you said, you can write more, you know, just a little bigger check and get a few more people at the seminar, which maximizes all the way through that funnel. So, absolutely. Let's talk. I know you mentioned Rob Russell's like Ritz Carlton experience. So let's talk a little bit about client experience. What steps have you taken to enhance that experience for clients or prospective clients? <clears throat> Yeah, and uh, there's a book out there too. It's like the Ritz Carlton Experience. Um, I can't remember the name of the title of the book, but it's something like that. Something like and, that, Gold Standard, or I, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, so that was a good book, and you know the if you've ever been to a Ritz Carlton, you know it's different than a Best Western. And you know I've always wanted to have that experience for my clients when they came in, and uh, so what we did was we purchased these little toaster style ovens um, for all of my offices, so we can bake fresh baked cookies before every appointment. And so when these people come in now, you know, and I got to stress that too, as advisors, you really need to come into your office as a, as a customer, as a client and just, what does it look like? What does it smell like? What does it feel like? What is, how does the couch feel? What's, you know, little things like that. Does this door squeak? What does the the floor mat look like? Um, And that's what we did. So we went back to our offices and just try to, you know, see things. But I tell you what, these people love these fresh baked cookies before they come in these appointments. Um, And then we're handing them a menu. Okay, and the menu is not of our services. It's all of our coffees, teas, and and things like that, and drinks that we have. So you know they get this when they come into our our first appointment, and they do this actually every time they come into our offices. And another thing that we added too is when they leave, we give them a little gift box. Now I think Rob was doing this as well, but it's basically it's uh it's our coffee that's in there. It's it's kind of funny. It's a little cartoon character of myself with some. Uh, local coffee that's you know freshly uh, ground up. Mm-hmm. We get some cookies in there and stuff as well, um, and it, it works great too. If uh, if you have a one legger come in, you know it's just basically like the one person comes in, the spouse stays at home. So I'll hand it to him and say, "I'm sorry, your wife couldn't make it today, but please take this home to her so she can have the same experience that you had hmm. here today." Um, so we're doing that. Um, we have client videos of me having fun with clients in our offices in the uh, the conference rooms or actually in the waiting room. I'm sorry that are playing and it shows me having fun with clients that we're hugging, we're having good times at golf events, things like that too. Um, and then we've had different levels of clients uh, and experiences that we have. Well, I think it's that, how do you make them feel comfortable, right? This is a big mm-hmm. decision. People are always a little hesitant or nervous. So putting them at ease and, and letting them relax a little. Well, what about as they, so that's kind of upfront, as they move through your process, what are things that you're doing to enhance that experience? So, um, there's always, it's always a work in progress for us, right? We're always changing things and stuff like that as well. And, uh, how do I keep in touch with these people? But like I said, that first appointment, you know, they, they come in and, and basically we're just trying to give them that great experience when they come in. Um, when they leave, we're sending them bomb bomb videos after every visit. Um, so we're finding out that works really well too. And cause I can see it when they opened it up, um, which is really cool. 
Um, my office manager, basically, they're going to call them every week and let them know uh, once they do come on board um, how things are processing you know, through the office. And another thing I just added to is a marketing manager. And I want to show up more on their social media because everybody's carrying that cell phone with them everywhere they go. I said, how can you get me in front of these people more often or see me more often so it feels like that we're in touch more often with them? So one of the things we're doing is pushing a lot of social media aspects with them too. So then as they become clients, how are you um, staying in touch with those existing clients? Do you have a plan in place to, to keep that communication going? We do. So um, we've kind of built something similar to Automated Advisor, you know, internally in our office. But uh, as they go through the steps, they get different videos, they get different mailings uh, sent to them so they have something hard that they can touch. Um, and, uh, you know, basically walking them through the process. You know, if they've, if they've done new business with us, you know, it's imperative that they get a phone call every single week and let them know what's going on through that process. Because let's face it, most of these people are coming to us because they're not getting that communication from their current advisor. And that's one of the things that they tell us all the time is, you know, hey, I just moved here from, you know, whatever is New York, uh, Pennsylvania, and I want somebody local that I can come into an office and see. I only, you know, talk to my advisor once a year, you know, and I have to call him to schedule those appointments. So the communication, I think, is huge. Um, I love it when somebody says we over communicate, um, then I know we're doing our job. I'd rather they say we over communicate than they're not hearing from us enough. Yeah, for sure. How... How do you handle, I guess, as part of that communication or to what you just said about how a lot of them don't hear from their advisor anymore, how do you handle your annual review process? I know that's a question that comes up quite often. Mm -hmm. So personally, I still do the annual reviews and I try to make them 30 minutes um, because I do see my clients quite a bit. I mean, <clears throat> we're doing a lot of social events, you know, client events. I invite them to seminars to bring guests. So it's not like this. I'm only seeing them one time a year. They've seen me probably four, five, six times that year. Okay. So my interviews can be a little bit shorter. Um, but I'm in the process right now of hiring some sub advisors that can start doing these, these annual reviews for me. But yeah. I think, uh, you know, 30 minutes is good. We do offer them and, and ask them, you know, we have the option that they can do 30 minutes or an hour. Um, but, uh, most, I'll be honest with you, 90% of the people will take 30 minutes. That's good. So you, you mentioned the client events. What events have you found to be successful? Well, here in Florida, you know, uh, golf is great and, uh, we do have typically good weather. We don't have to worry about that you know, <laughs> snow that you guys have up there. I think there's like six inches on the ground today. So we got oh. a new fresh one. So, and here we are, you know, we're complaining about, you know, it's so hot. It's about 80 degrees down here right now. <laughs> <laughs> so but, um, yeah, golf events. I do several different type of golf events um, that I invite clients out. We do nine when we do nine holes. Um, before we do nine holes, though, we do a little clinic, and they love it. So we do a clinic for about an hour, and I have the pro come out and teach them, work with them with short games and things like that, too. And then we all go out and play nine holes. Um, we do trap and skeet shooting. Um, that's kind of big down here in Florida. Hmm. And uh, so that's a huge referring event, uh, especially for the guys uh, that bring people to me. And, uh, so we do that. We do wine tastings, um, sporting events. I have like suites at, uh, you know, NFL, uh, boxes and things like that and shell games. Um, but basically any event where I can invite my clients to come to, and we really push them to bring guests, you know, and I tell them, this is how we get to come is, you know, you bring guests with me and you, you're going to get invited to every one of these events that I do. Um, so they know that, but, uh, anything that we can do to have a conversation or they can see how I am with my clients and, and a lot of these even some of the guys, Cody, will come up and hug me. You know, we do the bro hug and stuff, and they'll see that. 
And they'll be like, I don't have that kind of relationship with my current advisor. Maybe they want that, right? Mm-hmm. So they see us having fun together, and they're not getting it. Sometimes their advisors don't even take them to lunch. And here I am taking them skeet shooting and golfing, and they're in. That's cool. Uh, operationally, what is one thing that you've done operationally that's had a huge impact on your business as you've grown? <laughs> Hired Jana Rainey. <laughs> she has definitely uh, helped structure my business um, tremendously. Um, help my team really understand what this business is all about, how to run it so we can be more you know, efficiently. And she's structured on, you know, basically we've had like departments now. And I'm surprised I didn't think about this because I was actually used to work in retail. So, uh, but we've, we've structured in departments and, you know, here in the beginning, it's kind of like, oh my gosh, here's this person can come in. They're going to change our entire business. And everybody was stressed out, but everybody's happy now. They have their own departments they're <laughs> responsible for, and everybody now loves it. And uh, it's working great. What type of tools are you using in your business to help it run more efficiently? Well, currently we're using your, um, your CRM that you guys offer. Um, we've built some uh, Excel spreadsheets uh, to track our business. And, you know, for, I, for one, I want to know the numbers yep. and I want to know the numbers fairly quickly. And, you know, it's kind of like um, we're, <laughs> we're on a time frame here. So it's like, hey, what's our numbers look like for last week? Well, how are we looking for the month? Um, how many new appointments do I have scheduled this week? And boom, we can get that fairly quickly on a, an Excel spreadsheet. That's good. So as you've grown and the staff has gotten bigger and there's more things going on, how do you keep your staff informed and engaged about all the things going on in the business? Well, what we do is um, they have a morning meeting every morning. Okay. So at nine o'clock, they're sitting down for about 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and they're going through what's going to happen today and anything that we need to get prepared for tomorrow. And uh, I'll actually attend these one or two times a week um, to sit in front of them and you know answer any questions that they have as well. Um, we also have quarterly staff meetings that we'll have at one of our country clubs. And I can't stress this enough. I think it's huge for your, your staff and morale. Um, we'll do these meetings. We'll talk about marketing, You know what pieces are we using right now, anything we need to update, anything we need to add or change. Um, and uh, then after that, we celebrate and we have you know uh, dinner and wine and hmm. we have a great time and, and everybody loves it. But, um, you know, really, I think it's important to, you know, celebrate these, you know, successes that you have with your staff, um, you know, because really they're the ones that's, that's really the backbone of this and that's helping us get to these levels that we have. And uh, so I do little incentive trips for my offices as well. And uh, we just did one last year and they want to do it again this year if we make our goals. And that's, you know, we got on a private jet, Cody, and we flew to Key West for the day. And had a blast down there. And That's they're cool. like, oh my gosh, let's do that again. How do we do that? So, well, let's let's reach these goals. What's funny is we're recording this. We literally just got back from Cabo a, a day ago, or I guess two days ago now, you know, for our, our all-employee trip. And it's, you know, I spent most of the time cleaning my inbox out from just, you know, everyone thanking and just talking about how incredible that was and Wanting yeah. to do it again, right? So it's a great – I've said this before. I know people probably get tired of hearing me say it, but it's such a great way to motivate your team and also a great way to bond and, and bring people together. So I mean, think about it. you got to look in their, their eyes, though, too. They, we get – you know, we're blessed. We get to go on all these trips and things like that, too. We're always going away, and we're coming back talking about, oh, man, I had so much fun in Ireland. I did this and that. And then they're like, you know, what about us? Yeah. So um, <laughs> it's good that we do that now. So as you've evolved into more of a business owner, what lessons have you learned about actually running the business? I, man, Cody, I got to tell you, so much has changed once I uh, 
you know, started in this and where I am today. I don't know if you know this or not, but I started this out of the trunk of my car. <laughs> okay. Um, I barely had any money to pay for my ink cartridges. Um, cause I had a printer in the back of my car and, uh, down here, in Florida it gets so hot in the trunk that I was taking the ink cartridges out and put them in a cooler so they wouldn't dry out. Um, so, you know, coming from that to where we are today, things have changed obviously uh, drastically. So, um, one of the things I learned was, you know, I can manage you know, a few people here and there, but when it's, it's getting bigger and bigger as it is, it's, I'm not a manager. I'm not a great operations manager. You know, I'm good at front of, uh, sitting in front of people and that's my job, but, um, really you need to have like a business coach to uh, effectively help you, um, structure these businesses. And so obviously the, the business will run much smoother this way. So you can have everything structured the way we have it now in departments and things like that too, where it's in the beginning, obviously I didn't have any of that. Being an advisor pulls you in a lot of different directions, especially as that business grows, like we were just talking about. How do mm -hmm. you keep yourself focused on the high payoff activities, the, the things that only you can do? Well, if I can give somebody some credibility here, it'd be Jake Klima. Okay, so when I first came on with you guys, I got to tell you one of the coolest things that, uh, that really opened my eyes was Jake and I sat down and he goes, I want you to list everything that you do daily in your business that you personally do. And it was like a checkoff and it was really cool. It was like, you know, do you open emails? Do you open mail? Do you take out the trash? Are you helping clean the office up? Are you packing the stuff for the seminars? And I'm checking off all this stuff and I'm like, well, yep, I do that. I do this too. I do that. And then we figured out how much I make an hour. And then we started realizing, he says, you know, you're killing your business and you're, you know, you're hurting your business because, you know, you're paying this person this much an hour to take out your trash. You're paying this person this much an hour to open your mm -hmm. mail. You know, what are you thinking? And I was like, wow, you know, so, and that's something that we, I like to redo, uh, you know, annually as well, because sometimes we kind of fall back into, well, I can just do this. I can do that. Um, but really what it showed me was I needed to hire more people. And I, I was, I was being cheap because I was like, I can do this on my own. I can do this with three people. We can do this. But, you know, I found out I was killing the business. And uh, so it really opened my eyes and showed me, hey, where does the business really come from? Where does the revenue come from? And that's for me sitting in front of people, not scheduling appointments, you know, not doing all these other things. That's why I need to get away from doing, you know, most of these annual reviews that I don't need to be doing, especially on these smaller clients. You know, I can have a supervisor do that. So that was one of the big things I got to tell you in the beginning that really helped me um, with my business. Great perspective. I'll, we'll edit the part out for, for Jake. I don't want to, you know, get, <laughs> don't get give too, too big of a head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As you uh, do your planning process, what type of tools are you using there or how have you evolved um, sitting down and meeting with clients and presenting mm -hmm. kind of the options to them? So again, working with Joel Johnson, his money map, and I know several advisors have integrated this in their practice too, and it's, it's working out great. Um, my staff loves it, to be honest with you too, because we can literally see everything right there on one page, and it's simple to understand. Um, you know, we do the retirement CAT scan is what we call it. It's basically our retirement analyzer. But we can take screenshots of all those um, scenarios and put it on this one sheet, and it's so much easier to present to the client because you're showing them one sheet. And if they want to, they want to see the back, you know, side of this, the planning on how much we've done with it. I can show them that too. Yep. But really it's all on one sheet and it's much simpler to understand. Yeah. That, that makes a big <laughs> difference. I think people, sometimes advisors forget how much people love simplicity. You know, they, yep. they want to understand the plan, but they also want it to be simple to understand. And the, the more complex, a lot of times, you know, people 
shut off. I, I remember someone saying one time, if people loved all the complex details, they would probably be a financial advisor. Yeah. Um, which that, that was just a great <laughs> perspective to keep. I've heard too, a confused mind never buys. Yep. That's a good one. Yeah. So let's go into this kind of last segment, which I would call kind of some, some leadership and growth and goal setting and, and kind of a catch all, but how do you as a team, or maybe how do you personally set goals and then how do you align your team with those goals? So really I try to set, you know, realistic goals. Obviously I want to do 500 million a year and it's nice to, let's go ahead and put that up there now and let's, let's try to do it this year. But I think my team would probably kill me. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> so they're like, we don't have the manpower or staff to do that. So I try to set some realistic goals. Obviously we want to double again. We did last year, we doubled and let's try to double again this year. So that's why I'm ramping up so much in my marketing. But, um, but really what I do is I, I set the goals and then what I do is I break them down into quarters. So that way, um, we're, we're trying to reach smaller goals than we are trying to reach the entire big goal. But that once we will, we'll, we'll reach that big goal in the end. Right. So it helps us stay on track and, uh, you know, set this course. And then obviously as we, we, we sit and we make these goals each quarter, it gives my team more time to celebrate the success quarterly. Right. So they're wanting us to reach the goal just as much as I am as well. I like it. What do you feel is the biggest challenge that is facing advisors today? I would have to say these lower cost online advisor platforms that are out there. And I get questioned about them all the time. And you see them on TV and you see them everywhere, right? Because they, they're a lot less. They're, they're 50 bips or even 25 bips to you know, manage your money and things like that too. But, but really, overall, they're, they're not doing any planning. They're just basically selling people something and there's no real plans in there and there's no relationship. And I think that's the one thing that we can do as advisors to maintain, you know, these clients to keep them clients for life is that have that relationship with them. Um, you know, if they don't have a relationship with you, they're easily going to leave and they can just go to a lower cost place. Right. But, um, I, and I strongly tell these people this too. I said, you know, I know you're, you're using somebody online or you, you've got fidelity or you've got so-and-so that's, you know, managing these things too. But, um, you know, what are they doing for you personally? If, you know, if something were to happen to your spouse today or something happened to you today, George, how would, you know, Margaret, how would you handle this? Well, you know, and they just kind of sit back and go, I don't know. I guess we'd have to call hmm. these guys up and figure out things. But I said, I gotta tell you this, <clears throat> you know, so when you're coming on board with us, you're coming on board with me as well. Personally, I'm going to treat you like family. We're going to call you when you're sick in the hospital. You know, somebody from my staff might even come visit you and, and uh, you know, do everything to help you. We, we attend funerals. And, you know, so, you know, these online advisors, they're not going to hold and comfort a spouse when a spouse passes away. Um, or much less call and sing happy birthday to you on your birthday. And uh, so we do all these things for them. And it's that personal approach, I think, is what's going to you know, really help us to keep these clients to, from going to these online yeah, it's that that's one I've always even since they've came out, you know, I think if if you're a client that's still in this accumulation phase and you're just, you know, you need an asset allocation model and you need it to grow, yeah. I think those are viable options. But those things you just said, I think once once you make that transition, there's just so many complicated life things that happen that really require someone who can can be there for you and walk you through those and I think that's a great reminder, right? To never forget the, mm -hmm. the value th that you provide and the things that you do for people. Some people just want somebody to hold their hand and look them in the eye and just tell them everything's going to be okay. Whether it's, you know, make sure they don't run out of money or when a spouse passes away, you know, that's what they need, that human bond. And um, so I think people are still going to want that. Well, and sometimes it's very beneficial so they don't make a bad decision <laughs> during <laughs> yeah. those emotional times too. So yeah. um, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? 
Well, this might not be the answer you're you're looking for, but it, it actually came from my dad. And, you know, growing up, he always instilled in me, he had a very firm voice, I can tell you this. <laughs> and sometimes he, it was very firm too, that he would hit me with the belt on my backside every <laughs> once in a while to keep me straight. But I tell you this, he'd say, son, <clears throat> what you do today affects tomorrow. <laughs> and I've never forgot that. And I still think about it to this day. That's a good one. So very yeah. great one, actually. <laughs> Um, what's one thing that you're doing in the business today that you're excited about? Obviously growing the business. Um, you know, there's so many new things that are coming around and I, I love technology and things like that, that's helping us with our business. Um, but you know, growing the business is really one of the proudest things that I've, you know, have to accomplish today. It's, it's amazing, Cody. We joke about it here in the office sometimes. And I, you know, I think about it of what I wanted to make a year. And it's basically like, we're spending that a month now. <laughs> Crazy. You know, it's, it's, it's just insane. And, uh, it just makes you feel good, you know, seeing all the new things that we're able to do, um, here at the office. And then I'm adding, you know, new positions all the time that, you know, I can bring on younger staff and, and give them opportunities for growth and promotions inside the, you know, the firm here. And, uh, we're wanting to open up other offices and things like that as well. And, you know, they're coming to us now and saying, Hey, I think I want to get my license or, you know, I'd like to, to possibly do something with marketing. And, you know, that's the person that's my director of first impressions right now that's, that's coming to us and, and want to advance. So, you know, that's what really I'm proud of and excited about. That's great. And what type of goals do you have for the future of the business? Well, my overall goal is to uh, obviously have a striving business for my team. And, uh, you know, that way we're all successful. But, uh, you know, one day I hope to build this thing up and, you know, leave it to my son one day. Um, today he's five years old. So uh, I do have some time to build on this dream. <laughs> but, uh you know, we've got goals for, for 2019. Um, we want to double again. And, uh, so we're looking at that 45, $50 million mark. And, uh, so how do we do that? We need to hire some more sub advisors. I've got two coming in today for interviews. I'm pretty excited about, um, I don't know if you heard like, but some of these banks down here are transitioning. Um, so these guys are getting nervous Yeah, and, uh, so they, they don't feel so, you know, <laughs> so happy in their positions that they're at. So, um, but yeah, we, we just need to add more staff and, uh, so hopefully just obviously just to continue to be happy and enjoy life to the fullest every day. Yeah, that's a that's a good opportunity with those banks transitioning. You'll be able to pick up some good people. And it sounds like you're building a, a very solid foundation for your son to take over one day. So that's great. Thanks. So, Gary, we've covered a lot of things. Let me just throw out this this last question. Is there any final words of wisdom or anything that that I didn't ask you that I should have that you want to end on? Not really, Cody. I mean, <clears throat> you guys have built something that's just, uh, you know, just totally awesome. You know, you and I talked not too long ago about this. Did you ever think you would get to this level you're at today? And, uh, you know, so it's just, it's amazing how much growth that we're all having, uh, how much fun we're all having and how much we're really helping people. But, um, you know, I can't stress enough that if there, you know, there's new advisors listening to this to really get, you know, that on that eye advisor yeah. and really sit down and buckle down and watch some of these videos and, uh, take notes and then, you know, take some ideas from it and then try to implement one or two things from each of these and, uh, and get to work and, and just watch on how the success comes to you by doing these things. Well, Gary, I appreciate the time at congrats on all the success. You are a shining example of this idea of just constantly growing and getting better. And it's been neat and awesome to, to see your journey as, as you continue to grow. I appreciate it, Cody. Thanks for everything you guys do for us and everything back at AE. For financial professional use only, not to be used with the general public or in a sales situation.